marriage is hard as shit. Welcome to Not the Worst Marriage Podcast. record okay no, we're not restarting again episode four th- Ep- w- welcome <laughs> welcome to episode four for the third time this is the third time we've re-recorded our our intro who cares um start off this episode by saying i am incredibly hungover week so that yeah so that's the that's the theme for for this initial episode we went out last night where, where did we go see babe we went to a comedy show yeah jimmy kimmel comedy club it was awesome. We saw saw um, Kyle Dunnigan. Yeah, one he was of my fucking favorite people on the planet. He's pr- he was pretty funny. If you don't follow Kyle Dunnigan on Instagram, you absolutely need to. He's hilarious. But we saw him in Vegas last night. Yeah, it was really hilarious. I loved it. I, <laughs> you but, looking at me like that for? <laughs> well, we stayed up late. We're both tired. Yeah, we're both well, let's get this super off. tired. Okay. So All what right. are we talking about this this episode? So spanking and discipline. Um, this will probably get us in hot water with a few people. Um, even though I've talked about it before on, you know, my page about how we used to spank and we still are very pro spanking. Yeah. Um, we spank our kids. A lot of people uh, will think we're we're going to talk about terrible parents. Oh yeah. Judgment. Here it comes. Yeah. Go ahead. Judge us. It's fine. But yeah, we, um, so we spanked all of our kids and we are going to some more than others, some more than others. One and more than others. We're going to talk through our spanking and discipline sort of uh, routine. So this this whole episode is talking about spanking and discipline um, or really just discipline in general from about ages one through five. This is kind of what we did uh, with our kids. And as you know, our kids were really close in age. And so I think this really worked. This worked out well for us. Yeah, I really... I think it did. Um, we had some rules and guidelines around it, and it didn't always work 100% of the time because you're working with those little People. fuckers. Yeah. But um, for the most part, it... But we put in some work. I mean, yeah, we, we put in a lot of work into our discipline um, and were very consistent, and it was And very exhausting. deliberate. Exhausting. It was exhausting. It is exhausting to be... Um, as consistent as you need to be with discipline for it to be successful, I think. Oh, from you having a full cart of groceries and going home just because your kids. Oh yeah. Like that well, was a hard line. Yes. Well, no. And I mean, it's just like, even at the end of the day, you, you know, all the time we would say one of us would not threaten, but we would say something like, Hey, if you do that again, you're going to be in timeout. And it being nine thirty at night. And it's so much easier to, you know, just like let it go. And, you know, well, we'll deal with it next time or whatever. And you can't, you have to do it every single time they break a rule. You have to show the kids that every single time they break a rule, this is what happens. Absolutely. And and it is the most, I'm tired just talking about it already. <laughs> right. And that was just one, one example. <laughs> 30 seconds into the episode. Um, okay. So we initially, I don't, did we plan on spanking in the very, very beginning? Like before our kids were spanked I mean, age. I was really hoping we'd just have perfect angels and we'd never have to discipline them at all. Well, yeah, I mean, that, but, was, that was what I was praying for, but... Yeah, that didn't go. Yeah, reality check. No kidding. Um, no, I thought we talked about it, but we had some rules because... About spanking is that it's not it's not something that... We don't want to spank our children. 
Well, no, it wasn't about hurting them. Right. It had to be, we had to create some type of like outline around when we're going to do it, how are we going to do it, and w- when is it proper? Yeah. And w- what age is? Well, and because our oldest was and still is the most challenging, difficult kid that we have and has required more discipline <laughs> on an hourly. Yeah, like he just doesn't get it. <laughs> He doesn't, the other kids are like frightened. They're like, nope. Well, no, that's the thing. I think he does. I think he does get it. He's just so smart and always has been that he's just always challenged everything. Like he didn't just believe us right off the bat. Like you had to prove things to him. Oh yeah. Like whether it came to breaking the rules. He's still like this. Exactly. He's still like this. He just challenges absolutely everything. Um, but now he's really, really respectful. I mean, we get that all of the time from his coaches, from the other, you know, his teachers, from the other adults in his life. Um, he's a great kid now, but he he needed a lot of discipline as a toddler. Yeah, I mean, was, there were days where you would literally come home and I would just be crying because all I had done that day was either spank him or put him in timeout. Yeah, timeout, timeout, all the time. He was I mean, just, hours of timeout. And... W- w- we're going to get to the rules around about timeout and how long on those but things. But sometimes one, one, you know, session of timeout lasted 30 minutes. Right. Just so he would stay in one spot for two minutes. Yep. yep. And that was impossible. And oh my gosh, it would, uh, there was like, I could do nothing else. <laughs> the babies are climbing up the curtains. Madeline is like crawling through the dishwasher and I'm trying to get Noah to stay in timeout for two minutes. It was impossible. So, um, we're really big on obviously rules. We've talked about fighting rules and, you know, I think some sex rules and some other stuff, but, um, our philosophy has always been that kids really like rules. You're breathing so loud when you're not talking. I can hear it. Mark that down at like six. And we can keep going. So kids like rules because they like having boundaries because boundaries make kids feel safe and they don't know what their boundaries are. So you have to show them what their boundaries are. Yeah. And our kids responded very well to this. And, it, and like you said, it makes them feel safe. Even when we're out with out at family dinners and stuff, mm-hmm. when bedtime came around, they wanted to go home because we had these different rules, but like, yeah. like it created a, like a routine. Right. And I, I think that our, our it helped our kids a lot. Yeah, well, and it's, you know, I th- I've said this before that um kids don't know how to do anything. Yeah. Literally nothing. They have they don't know what acceptable behavior is. They don't know what's okay, what's not okay, what's okay in certain places, what's not okay in other places. So you have to be the one to show them that. And I think a lot of times, yeah, it's everything they're doing is literally the first thing, literally the first thing that they've ever done. Like they just, they don't understand how to do anything. And so we've always looked at rules and boundaries and guidelines for our kids as, um, what's the analogy that I use the, like imagine if you were, if you were blindfolded in a dark room and you had to cross from one room to the other, right? You would be very hesitant because you don't know where you're going. You don't know what's going to be in front of you. You don't know where you're going to trip. You don't. You don't know what you're going to run into. But if you had like a guardrail, right? Oh yeah, you had something hold, to hold on to. Yeah, if you had something to hold on to to lead you to the other side of the room, it would make you feel a lot safer. You you know, it gives you some, it gives you some way of navigating your your space. And I think that that is what rules are for kids. So just think of yeah, it. Yeah, that's in, a really good analogy. Yeah, I know it is. 
Oh. I made that up. It's really good. I'm sure you did. I did. So part of our rules for punishing, we basically had timeout and spanking. Those were the two ways that we disciplined our kids. And the way that we looked at it was um, a misdemeanor offense was a timeout and a felony was a spank. Right. And so and, beforehand um, that we had to sit down and figure out what these were. Yeah, what's a felony for for a two-year-old? Right. And and you have to, and sometimes it's based off of their behavior. Like if it's something that you've told them not to do and they just keep going back to it over and over again, like now that becomes a felony. Whereas the first time that they do it might just be a timeout. Yeah. And there's little two-year-olds know exactly when they're doing something wrong after you right. told them multiple times and they're doing it as a deliberate act of disobedience. Yes. Yeah. And well, and that's what a spank is like a sp- or a felony is something they know is against the rules and they do it anyways. Right. And that like, but they, there has to be the level of understanding. Like you can't start, you can't spank a 10 month old. They don't Oh no, know. no, no, no. Yeah, definitely. You, so it depends on your kid, but you have to, um, you can't really start spanking until they understand that there not only is, are there things that they can't do, but that there are consequences if they do them. And that is like, I mean, 18 months might be the youngest. Maybe. Yeah. But, I'm but it was probably like two, two, three, four ish. Yeah. Is, is more uh, appropriate. Right. And also one of our big rules, um, and I hope I'm not jumping ahead is we never spanked for accidents. Yeah. No, kids, that's a big kids one. Kids have accidents. You they don't spill, punish. They spill their cereal. Accidents. They spill. Yeah. You don't punish accidents. Right. We didn't put the kids in timeout because they spilled the cereal, you know. Right. Now, if they got the cereal out every single morning and we're spilling it every morning, then then we would. But right. If it was but just said, an but accident, that isn't. It's not about spilling it. It's that they shouldn't be getting it out. Exactly. Um, but yeah, you never never punish accidents. But then that was a really big one. I feel like we should we should um, at least describe what is spanking to us. Okay. So, a lot of people have a miss. Like a lot yeah. of people think spanking is like, oh, you're beating your kids or right. Like there's there's def- different levels. You're leaving hand marks and shit. You should never leave a mark on your child. Ever. No, a spank, a spank, one hundred percent should never leave a mark ever. Yeah. If if a spank leaves a mark, it, you're you're spanking too hard, it, and that's just that's not okay. But we used a wooden spoon. Right. And why do we use a wooden spoon? So, and this was this is something that we got from an older couple um, at the time. They kind of helped us. Uh, with our rules, if you will, these are basically their rules. Um, but they, you know, if you think about it, a wooden spoon weighs what? For two ounces, three ounces, four ounces. Well, yeah, yeah. whatever it is, you know what I mean. But Eight how much does your? Up, yeah. But how much does your does your arm weigh? How much does your hand weigh when you're spanking a kid with your hands? Oh, it's a. It's a lot. It's it, there's a. It's a lot easier to put too much force behind it. And another thing is that take a wooden spoon and try to slap your leg as hard as you can with it. Yeah, it's not that bad. Now take your your hand and try to do it. Right, You're, you'll hurt yourself with your hand. Right, the wooden spoon. It's very superficial. It's it's it's, it's more a, of a correction. It's more of a I'm getting your attention with this. Yes, um, and that's how we leveraged spanking. Right, and that your hands are for what? Do they, what would they say? Comforting. Hand, hands are for loving. Yeah, yeah. Hands are for hugs, and you know the that's what you use your body for with your kid. Like your your physical contact with your kid should be. It should be positive. Yeah, and the wooden spoon was a deterrent. The well, and the, but the wooden spoon it was like um um almost like a third party, <laughs> like like a third party integration. Blame the like wooden it, spoon for spank. well, but it that, it was like this. It wasn't mommy that spanked you. It, it was the, the t- wooden spoon. <laughs> it's a third party. <laughs> I've never thought of it like that. 
That wasn't me. That was the wooden spoon. Oh my but gosh! Really, the the our the reason why we did it is to it was a a quick correction. It was a yeah um something that was different than timeout, but it set different. It's levels. something that they fucking understand. And they get it. And they got it right away. And our kids, each kid got it a little differently and got it. Uh, well, here's the like thing: not every quicker. kid. Here's the thing: not every kid needs to be spanked. There are kids. I mean, there are kids that legitimately don't need that kind of correction. Um, our daughter, for instance, I think she, I legitimately think she got spanked twice in her entire life ever. Oh, she just, you look at her the wrong way. She was like, I'm sorry. And she would start crying. Yeah. I mean, she just, she listened really well. Like she understood what boundaries were like, I mean, of course she got in trouble and you know, she was like the mess maker. She would like get into oh, when my she got lipstick. Time out, it was the worst. Oh my God. My heart will break right now. I'm just thinking about putting her, her in timeout. Out. Like horrible. She felt remorse. Oh yeah. She you was remorseful. Remorse. Noah was in timeout. He was plotting his revenge. Oh, no, it didn't go. He was like, I'm going to, I'm going to see what I can do to get another timeout while I'm in timeout. Wait until I get out. Wait until I get out of this bitch. (laughs) And, and so, so we kind of, yeah, like not every kid needs to be spanked. And so, um, just keep that in mind. You may have one kid that literally never needs to be spanked and another kid that gets spanked every fucking five minutes, like our oldest. Right. No. Turn that Noah off. got. Oops, sorry. I'm not editing that out. Oh well. Um, Noah legitimately w- sometimes would be spanked every twenty minutes for an entire day. He right. was just and that kid. So, yeah, we had to deal with him a lot. But we had also rules about spanking. Um, uh-huh. Was we'd never do anything out of anger. That's this another is, rule. You were not allowed to spank out of anger. No, it's not about. You punishing your kid. It's you correcting your kid. You're not taking it out. You're not taking your yeah. anger out on them through spanking. Never. And, well, and that's if you're like, in a spot like that, you need to step away and cool down. Well, oh, and that's the thing. If they do something that warrants a, a spank, you, and you're angry at the time, which you might be because toddlers are infuriating, you li- literally have to step away. You have to calm yourself down because you sh- cannot spank your kid when you are angry. They don't deserve that, regardless of what they've done. You're talking about little babies. This is this is behavior correction. It's not, um, you know, it's not something to to hurt them with. It's, yeah. it's something that you're using to make them, you know, better people. Um, yeah, just like when when they reach to touch a hot stove, you smack the top of their hand because it, yeah, it's that about pain them. is much less than the pain that they're going to get if they touch the hot stove. Right. So it's a small correction. Right. Just you know, steer them in, in that. The right in way. that direction, yeah. Um, another big rule we had for spanking was that the person who witnessed the behavior or like the parent who was there when it happened or the parent who says like, hey, that's a spank. Because a lot of times, how many times would it be like, hey, if you do that again, it's a spank. And they'd look right at you and they would do it anyways. And you're like, listening. pour the glass out. Like, right. Yep, exactly. Um, so if I was the one there or if I'm the one who told, if we're both there and I'm the one who said like, hey, Noah, that's a spanking. I was the one who had to deliver the spank. It had to be me. Yeah, not always. Sometimes you were like, oh, you got Well, of course, we broke every rule. Of course, we've broken (laughs) every rule. Yeah, but I mean, for 98% of the time, we followed these rules. Yeah, because that was one other thing that, and we've we've said it before, but the guidelines, the rules, the consistency, I think, is what really helped us, is that we were consistent in this all the time. All the time. It wasn't, we had bad days with Noah with spanking, but... The other kids, even timeout. If we were out in a restaurant, we would find a corner that would instantly become timeout. Yes. 
and it it ha- 24/7 on we the clock were consistent. all the time. If we were at a family get together, and grandma and grandpa would be like, "Oh, what did, what did the little kid oh, do? No. Oh, oh nope. was he in trouble? Oh, grandma, check yourself. Back the fuck up. Back the yeah, fuck up, grandma. Back up, grandma. Well, because he's going in timeout. The two of us had to be on the same page, and we were. We yes. talked about all of these things beforehand, so that when the situations came up, we knew how to handle them, and that meant consistency for the kids. Whether it didn't matter who was around, so it's not like. You know, they could get away with something with dad that they couldn't do with mom or vice versa. Right. That comes later. That comes later. Yeah. Yeah, That comes like when they're like, I mean, that's like six, seven. Yeah. Teenagers. (laughs) (laughs) But no, that's a really big part of it is you have to be on the same page. Both of you have to know what a misdemeanor is and what a felony is. Um, So the other thing is that spanking has an age limit. We didn't really spank past age five. At that point, they're a little too big, in our opinion. Um, yeah, to, in, in to our be opinion, and it, it didn't. It was not. It wasn't an effective form of discipline. Yeah, it it changes. Like removing, like it kind of evolved to timeouts, to, removing um, privileges, privileges, mm-hmm. things like that uh, started to become more appropriate and yeah. more effective. Yeah, than well, spanking. And I'll never forget one time I spanked Noah, and he was. Like, <laughs> God, I'm so mad just thinking about it. I don't remember what he did, but I spanked him. And this is the day that I knew that we couldn't, I couldn't spank him anymore is because he stood up because mm, that wasn't that hard. Swear, almost wound up, almost wound up and closed <laughs> See, my fist. Like... <laughs> almost closed my fist and wound up on him hard. And you're like, oh, rules. Oh, <laughs> I was so mad. I'm still mad thinking about it. God, he made me so angry sometimes. Um, but yeah, so those were our... I think, I think the other kids just much... felt sorry for you because you had to deal with him. So they were so well behaved. I... Honestly, I think that our other kids didn't, they didn't need to be disciplined as much because they were just like, dude, fuck making mom that mad. No way. No way. Cause Noah has just all, I mean, he still does. He is still the kid that needs the most discipline and the most behavior correction. Cause he just challenges everything, everything. If you tell him not to do something or to do something, it's why. Yes. And then he'll argue it. And then he'll like argue your logic. Why do I have to do that? Why can't I do I it later? I wonder where he gets that from. You. No, no, never. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, um, a step back though. Um, w- the alternative to spanking was timeouts, right? Yes. Well, th- well, yeah. So timeouts were the were the misdemeanor offenses. But I think should we do a segment? Oh, okay. We'll do a segment, then we'll come yeah, and talk we'll about do, timeouts. We'll do a segment, then we'll talk about timeouts. Okay. All right, so segment time. Segment time. Okay, so shit your grandmother put up with, right? Oh, these are so, so good. These are, <laughs> so these good. are some um, old school parenting uh, tips, advice, whatever from, you know, yesteryear. And from 100 years ago. Some of these things are the most ridiculous things I've ever heard in my life. But um, nah, they're not. They don't seem that bad. Oh, okay. So watch your thoughts. Moms to be used to be told that in order to have a beautiful baby, they must refrain from thinking of ugly things. So your baby's ugly. It was like your baby's because you were thinking. You were thinking. You were thinking bad things. Like what bad things were you thinking? No kidding. Um, the on the one farm, is, like better life in the city. Listen to this one, mind you. We have a left-handed child, uh, but up through the 1920s, many parents believed that left-handedness should be trained away, often resulting in the use of painful braces. To cure the lefties of the world. Absolutely that's terrible. That's ridiculous. What was the one that was like, don't, oh yeah, don't touch your baby? Oh, that's the, that's my favorite one. It's, what, um, 
you weren't allowed to like hug and kiss your baby that was like frowned upon <laughs> seriously no kidding it was like throughout the 1920s many experts still encouraged you to never hug or kiss your baby <laughs> never hug or kiss your baby that's so funny <laughs> Because oh, they, they said they they because they believed handling your baby as little as possible was a good thing. Like, like how they'll become like more where? independent. I guess. Let's figure shit out by themselves. These are where everyone's grandparents were terrible because they were raised by people who had never been hugged and kissed by their parents. Yeah. One expert specifically warned against uh, naming um, your babies with um, a name that had too much softness. Softness. Because they lacked a backbone. So Yikes. is that where we what got was like Gutrid? Gertrude? Gertrude. Gutrid? Nobody has ever been named Gutrid. What, what, what was the hard name back then? My, my grandfather's name was Charles. Well, yeah. That's, not, that's still. No, common. but where, what was his sister's name? Oh, Mar- Margaret. Not Margaret. The one that we were just talking about the other day. Oh, what a weird ass name. Poondy. Poondy. Yeah, there you go. Like Aunt Poondy or something. Great like Aunt that. Poondy. Right, I think her name was Margaret, though. <laughs> <laughs> weird. Poondy is the name of a great aunt. I mean, everywhere, I feel like. Right. Also, in the 1930s, uh, they uh, believed that you should start potty training right as a baby. What? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. The U.S. government in 1932 suggested that one should start toilet training their baby immediately after they were born. How? Like, as if moms don't have enough to do. We got to potty train the kid, like, as soon as it pops out. Well, you've seen the video of the baby cages, not the video, the picture of the baby cages, right? Or it's like the baby like <laughs> hanging out in a cage that's like 30 stories up outside of like an, an apartment oh, window. Oh, yeah. They're like like a little bassinet. Yeah. An outside bassinet. Yep. Because they so believe the, the babies would be better having outdoor air. They needed out, to get fresher, air. fresh air and sunshine. And, you know, if you lived in a big city in a big apartment complex. All that fresh air in the big city. All the fresh air. <laughs> with the cars driving <laughs> this, by underneath. These photos, give. I mean, they look like chicken coops, first of all. And it gives me anxiety just looking at it. Okay, so that was uh this is a parenting advice from you know the nineteen tens, twenties, thirties, and forties. No wonder our, our parents are fucked up. Dude, no These wonder my grandma was a racist. fucking bitch. It makes total sense now. All right, back to uh, timeouts. Yes. Okay. So timeout. So we covered what felonies were. I feel like we covered enough of spanking, right? I feel like there's so much that we left out, but or there's so much more to talk well, about. Gonna, it's a long. We'll, we'll we'll get to the other part. I just wanted to talk about timeouts. Was yeah, we had rules about timeouts as well, right? Like um, one of those was uh, timeout lasted one minute for every year, year. that they were. So yep. so two year olds got two minutes, three year olds got three minutes, and for a two year old to stay in timeout for two minutes, holy hell, it'll be the longest hour of your life. <laughs> And and that's what you said earlier. It took it would take two hours for a two minute timeout. Well, because here's the thing. So like at our house, when, at the house we had a uh, there was one place in the house that was timeout all the time. It was the bottom stair, and oh, that the was bottom stair. that bottom that dreaded bottom stair. No, um, just sit there, just stare at you, just give you the evil eye. So angry, yeah. And so, um, what we did was it was the at the same place in our house, but there would be a timeout. Like we would walk into anybody's house, any restaurant. I mean, not really a restaurant. I don't think we took kids to restaurants. Oh, no, we had to stage, stop. We had to stop actually. Cause we did try to take no to restaurants at, and he when was he was 18 so months terrible. old. He stood up and started throwing silverware across the, I mean, he was absolutely terrible. And we tried to go to family, family get togethers and we just had yep. to just stop for like six months. Cause well, he yeah, was, there were, or, I mean, we just had to plan the whole day 
around making sure that like he had enough sleep he had eaten he you know like nothing else was wrong so that we weren't miserable for yeah a solid six months until he really like you know was exercised of bad behavior right <laughs> but um so with time out the minute so let's say they're two um, wherever you establish the place, whether it's a corner, it's a chair, it's a, you know, a rug, whatever it is, they have to stay there for two minutes. If they get up, the clock stops, Oh yeah. which was the worst part. And they will get up. Oh, I feel like Noah just wanted to get away with it. Oh yeah. And they would get out. They would get up all, I mean, and the other kids did it too. The but... other kids did it too. Yeah. But that was the worst. Cause they, I mean, they're already mad, so they don't want to sit in timeout and oh man, you, you have to break their spirit. 30 seconds, 29, 28. Yep. And it would just eat at them and they'd, they'd get up. Yeah. Two minutes for <laughs> like, starting over. over literally. Yeah. Oh, well no, it wouldn't start over. The clock would just stop. Oh, I'd make them start over. Oh, what? No, no you no. wouldn't. I was just say, are you kidding? That'd we're just talking terrible. about her on the same page of discipline. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. No wonder that didn't work back then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No wonder it took six hours to get two minutes. Off. Damn it. <laughs> but no, like, and especially when you get to like that three, four year old mark, the timeouts are huge. And um, the other thing is when you when you establish like these rules for discipline in these early years, um, and these rules one hundred percent are how we survived toddlerhood. Oh, for sure. But we it there was a few times where we had to really tell family members who were involved with watching the kids like they could not overstep us in this area because a lot of times um you know like grandma or whatever would go over when the kids were in timeout and they would like hey baby they would go talk to oh, them that used to they would so get mad. Them out of timeout they would yeah they would no totally we'd have to sit our family us. members down and that was disciplining your kids sometimes you had to set rules and boundaries with your family with other people like because i'm sorry don't talk to don't talk talk to the the inmates yeah don't, <laughs> don't fraternize, don't fraternize with, the, with, the, with the enemy, enemy. <laughs> that was another thing too none of n- no one was allowed to spank our kids but you and me oh yeah that was another rule nobody was allowed to spank our kids ever yeah. like if you 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 tell us what happened when somebody else watched the kids, we would tell them like time out, like, Hey, this works. And you know, right. you just make them sit there and, and they understand that, you know, that that's a consequence. But if they do something else, we were very big on no one else spanking our kids. No, hell no. No. And I don't, I don't think most people would, you know, I don't think I don't anybody, I, think I got beat by everybody when I was growing up. Yeah. That used to be the thing is that people like, I got an ass whooping on my way home from every, every, every home on the way home. <laughs> And then my mom spanked me for, for getting for my ass whipped up yep. at my friend's house. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, timeouts. What else were... I thought there was something else about timeouts. It was a one minute per year. Um, oh, it was that you. we have to do it everywhere you go. Yeah. Everywhere you go. So you we find were at a friend's house. Timeouts, they follow you. The timeout chair. The timeout chair could be the side, sidewalk. To. Yes. Or like if you're at the pool, you're at a friend's house, you're... I mean, every single time... You went somewhere, you just, you had to do it. And oh my gosh, there were times where like, will you please go put them in timeout? I can't go over there. I can't do it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I can't do timeout right now. Oh, we, we like, um, rock, paper, rock scissors. paper, scissors for whoever had to go sit with a demon child who was furious in timeout. Oh. And the other thing about timeout and especially the other thing about spanking was making up. Oh yes. There has to come, there has to come a time when the offense is over. The, it's over. The, the you kids have to tell them that they're forgiven and corrected. you give them. Yes. And then, yeah, you, you forgive them, you reconcile. You give them and I think hugs, that's a real important thing. Of, it's huge. And that's when you say, it's okay. Now we learn from this. 
Yeah, you have a little talk. You talk to them, and that's but like you have to comfort them because it's hard getting disciplined. Like it'll always be hard on your kid. It's sad. It makes them sad. Right, and kids respond differently though because they do respond differently. But here's the other thing: is that you have to clearly communicate that you're not angry. I mean, you sometimes you are, but you're not mad at them. You're trying to show them what is good behavior and what's not good behavior. So it's a it's a it's a it's about teaching them. It's not about you know taking anything out on them or, or, or punishing them past, you know, what's appropriate. It, the, the main point of, you know, spanking and timeout and just discipline in general is to fix their behavior. And so you have to make up for those afterwards, especially spanking. I mean, we always give hugs and kisses after a spank always. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and well, sometimes it sucked know. because I Noah. was fucking pissed. Sometimes they wouldn't hug and kiss us. No, eventually they would. Madeline and Nathan, they're, they're all about, like, kissing and, and hugging afterwards. Well, yeah, they got in trouble, like, four times in their whole life. But Noah would be like, no, I'm mad at you. I'm, I'm. Yeah, he, he would. would. And he it would, be, take, and he would even, be mad. Even today, we have to let him cool down. It uh-huh. takes a little bit. And then he comes mm-hmm. and he talks to us and he, and we talk it out. and we you know. But we always have that, like, reconciliation. There, there has to be. In yeah. any conflict, whenever you have a resolution, you have to come together. And, and that's when you move forward. Because we're a family. We're here right. together. This is not a, you know... An angry, you know, you, you messed up, and now you, you can never, you know, make up for that. No, right? Like you get we move forward, we build up now, then we can praise them for all the good things they do. Yeah, that's a big thing we did, and we recommend doing is rewarding good behavior. If you're going to have strict discipline rules, um, you as I think as intense as you are on the discipline side is how intense you need to be on the rewarding good behavior side. Even more. I think that... Yeah, true. Even more When so. your kid does something great, or does when they put up the milk and... Lose they, your shit. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you did are that. Are you captain of putting the milk away? You yes. might be the best person at putting milk away hype on the planet. Hype your kid up. Hype Holy your shit. kid up. Be your kid's hype man. Oh, definitely. Especially when they're little. Dude, two and three-year-olds... They eat that shit up. They, oh yeah, that's the best. I well, love and doing it. Even when they do, even when, and this is what we would do a lot is like if it's you know you pick up your trash and throw it away, and they go no, be like, mm-hmm. you got to pick your trash up and put it away. And even when they get upset, and let's say it ends up being a breakdown, and they're not going to do it, and they throw, and then they end up in in timeout, or you know they end up getting spanked, and then they still walk over, and you still have to have them pick up the fucking trash because you told them the first time, and when they pick that trash up. You lose your mind yeah, excited. Lose it. You l- absolutely lose it, and your kids will. Th- that's like little kid crack. They're gonna remember that how happy you were for so- something good they did that they're right. supposed to do. Right. So hype that shit up more than the discipline and the oh, all the 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 dread and terror of of punishing and and disciplining your child. Yeah, like hype them that, up when they do it good because at that, that age should outweigh outweigh things. Yeah, like don't get me wrong, we're not the and we're not the type of parents who like you know celebrate mediocrity where everybody gets a trophy and you know there are no losers, everybody is a winner. No, we're not like that. No, but when it comes to behavior for kids that age. It's so important to lose your shit over. I'm all about encouraging people and especially your family and your kids. Build them up. Yes. You go to, you see, you pay money to go watch sports and and cheer on your favorite team. These people are in your house. Cheer them on. Right. And and well, and here's the thing that I don't like about just parenting in general when people have this mindset of, um, it's just like, oh, well, that's just the way they're supposed to act. 
Mm, but they don't fucking know that yet because they were just born. Like right. they don't know how to do anything. So you have to show them that, you know, even the little things are a big deal because then it makes them want to do those things. You have to reward good behavior. Rewarding good behavior is, I think, a bigger... Um, it should uh, be a bigger behavior. focus. Well, no, I think it's a bigger behavior uh, deterrent than the discipline itself. The discipline itself sucks, but when a kid constantly gets rewarded for their good behavior, that will, I think, correct more bad behavior than the discipline will. Yes, right. I, I agree. I think the focus should be more on it, not only reward, but acknowledging good behavior because it doesn't always have to have have a reward behind it. But just well, no, acknowledging I just think the reward good, is yeah. The, sometimes the reward is the acknowledgement. Yeah, that's what gonna, I think. Yeah, it and, and hype them up, and then the discipline. You're acknowledging their bad behavior, and then there there comes a um, a consequence with that. Right. You know, you want the focus to be on the on the good stuff. Yeah, that's where. Well, it's if you're going to focus on the bad stuff, you've got to focus on the good stuff too. It's not, that's the only way that it's fair, I think. Yeah, I think it should be three to one. Three good things. Is that what we used one. to say? That's that sounds just, familiar. That's just mine. Maybe we used My to thing. say that. Yeah. All right, segment time. So here is a new segment that we're also going to be putting out for you guys to um, contribute to, but it's like parenting or marriage fails. And so or bloopers. <laughs> bloopers, basically. Yeah, yeah. Bloopers. So one time. Noah was, our oldest was two and a half, because I don't think we had our third yet. And Madeline was a baby. She was an infant. Yes. And you had just gotten home from work. I think I was in the shower. You were in the shower. And I thought Noah was with you in the bathroom. Because for whatever reason, the kids used to love hanging out in the bathroom and talking to us while we were in the shower. Like oh, yeah. Sit on the toilet and just talk her ear off. And yeah, like, this is awesome. Thank you. That was so... Appreciate it. So, or they'd come in and poop when you're showering. You're all, this is great. Thanks so much. Oh, that Dad, I need all. to be wiped. Right in the middle of the shower. I'm like, really? <laughs> like, like, you're going to poop downstairs with mom? Paper? What? Oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, oh, man. So anyways, Sterling had just got home from work. Um, and this is when he did service plumbing. And so he would literally walk in and instantly take a shower. Because he would be out. You know, he'd be yeah. gross and dirty from, you know, working all day. So... He was upstairs taking a shower and I thought Noah was in the bathroom with him. And I thought you knew that I was going to go downstairs because I had to feed Madeline. So I was nursing her downstairs. Yeah. And I was just doing my normal routine. Yeah. And there was just a miscommunication. I thought he knew that he had to have, you know, eyes on Noah in the bathroom. Um, I used to sleep with a thing of, and I have done this ever since high school, but a big tub of um, Vaseline next to my bed to use as chapstick. But this, this tub we got at like... Sam's Club. Literally, it was a massive. It was tub the of biggest tub of Vaseline I've ever because seen. And we had it next to your bed. It was like a running joke. Yes, well, because we had I'm a small a, one that you would fill up with. I had a small one, but I always I used the big ones because I would always lose like a little thing of chapstick or a smaller thing of you know Vaseline. So I was like, hey, this is this works the best. I'll just put it right, and then it never goes away. And so I always have some addicted to chapstick. And in the middle of the night, I have to have chapstick, or right before bed. So Noah was recently aware that we had this tub of what looked like a pretty good fucking time on our nightstand at all times. (laughs) (laughs) A tub of Vaseline for a two-year-old, the perfect playtime. Yeah. So I go downstairs to nurse Madeline um, and Noah had already gotten in trouble for this a couple times before. Like he had already gotten into the Vaseline at least once. 
And so both of us kind of knew, like if he went missing, it'd be like Vaseline. Where, where <laughs> to go find go? it. Yeah. <laughs> find the Vaseline first. Eventually, <laughs> obviously it. after this happened, I don't think we bought, I don't think I bought any more Vaseline. No industrial uh, two no. tub sizes of it. So I'm downstairs um, nursing Madeline on the couch. And from the couch, I can see the top of the stairs, like the landing. And um, Noah walks out onto the landing and looks at me and smiles. And I'm like, hey, and I'm looking at him. Like, why does he look so weird? Like, what is on his face? Then I realized he had gotten the, he was holding the tub of Vaseline. Now empty. Now empty. And as soon as I saw it, I literally was like, Noah. And I put Madeline down and he throws the tub of Vaseline down the stairs. And of course I get up. I'm instantly furious at everybody in the house. Everyone in the house is in trouble. I'm mad that I didn't catch it. <laughs> I'm mad at you because you didn't know where he was. I'm mad at him because he got into it and he knows that he shouldn't because he knew he was in trouble right away. <laughs> he had taken the entire tub of Vaseline and put it all over his face, all over his hair. I mean, just handfuls of it. He had rubbed it all over the walls, all over his door. The doors, the handles. In couldn't even all, open the handle. Oh my God. The, the round knob couldn't even open the handle. All over the, all the doorknobs upstairs. Um, into the carpet. I mean, there was Vaseline everywhere. And if you have a better way to clean up Vaseline, you fucking let me know. Because all we, I grabbed a whole pack of baby wipes and just started wiping stuff up. It, it was. I don't it, know how you the get carpet rid of Vaseline. Was it was awful. It was everywhere. We moved out of that house three years later, and I still found Vaseline. Oh yeah, there's that door is still shiny. It was. I mean, it was just impossible to. It was like a crime scene, and it's clear, so you can't even find it. You don't even know where it is. <laughs> you you just have to feel everywhere. Look at the yes, and you just have to feel everything, and then try to wipe off as much as you could. Um, and that was an absolute nightmare. That was our. That was our big fucking parenting fail of the century. It took like an hour to clean up. I was so mad. I'm still oh, yeah. mad. I'm still mad about it. I'll, I'll and then I get forget. out of the shower and I'm like, I'm all clean. And I'm and then screaming. Now I clean all this shit up. I'm so mad. Oh, yeah. That, that, that was fun. I can still picture his face with the fucking <laughs> like 30 ounces of Vaseline on it. Tiny little two-year-old head. Oh, his eyebrows were all stuck together, clumped up. Oh, it wasn't his eyebrows. Oh, so gross. And his ears. We just oh, use like a whole thing gnarly. of Q-tips just to get him out of his ears. Awful. So if you guys have um, something like that where you blinked and then, you know, your kid's at the house on fire or whatever, um, send it to us and let us know because we're going to do this. Well, obviously, we have like a bunch of segments now, but. Yeah, we're just going to have fun We're just going to keep fucking making them up as we go along. <laughs> but this is also marriage bloopers because we have a. We have some marriage ones too. So yeah. if you, like or We have if a you sex have a big, fail one. <laughs> like a sex bloopers. That that can be included on this segment. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, we like, do have some some funny uh, sex bloopers. Like cramps that come. Not out of quite, the... not quite ER. We never, no, we've never been no. to the ER. Thank God. But um, please, if you've ever stuck anything in your butt and it got stuck, write me. I want to know right now what happened. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I want we, all of those. I want the all of those stories. Please send us your X-rays. Um, we won't the, judge the buzz light. It'll be amazing. The buzz light. We have a there. book that we actually have. A, it's called uh, stuck, stuck, <laughs> stuck up. And all it it's is called is, stuck up. All it is is um, X-ray pictures of people who put things up their butt, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, I was vacuuming and I fell." No, I was vacuuming naked, and I was I vacuuming fell. naked, and I fell on the spatula. <laughs> Wide end first. Sure, you did, Randy. Sure, yeah, you did. Uh-huh. Sure thing, bro. We really we believe you. Um, okay, all so right, send so us your. 
your stuff. So Sorry. we're talk, talking about spanking and 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 uh, timeouts. Uh, one thing that we thought would be important is what happens if you disagree. Uh, what if, as a parents, yeah, because you, you guys, have you have to you have to be on the same page. One thing, Sarah and I, you and I did we we did that really well is that we agreed and we got on the same page. Yep. Now there have been times where, and we'll get to like probably parenting teenagers and. All and kids, shit later, probably yeah. a later episode. But, but I mean, for the most part, though, we have always agreed. We've never disagreed in a really big area. No, and and we've both been able to correct one another because sometimes we've lost our shit on our kids, and we're like, "Hey, oh, you kind of like, hey, overreacted." Oh, and, and we've yeah. both done that, and yep. I think that there should be freedom there between a husband and a wife um, to be able to have that conversation. Going, no, you kind of overstepped the line lines right. here on the discipline. You're a little little too much or not enough, right? Because sometimes it's not enough, and you're like. I feel like oh, the kids there were are walking times, on you. Yep, because there were times you would look at me and you'd be like, you can't let them do that. And I was like, fuck. I was like, you've got to nip that in the butt. And so I'd have to go back and correct their behavior. Yeah, but, and then... But what, what 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 happens if we really disagree about if something was a felony or misdemeanor or a spanking? What if yeah. you were completely against spanking? And I think that you have a really good... Um, a uh, like, very good compromise and a very good rationale on this. That I'd, yeah, I, I kind of wrote this out when we were talking about we've never had to deal with it. So it wasn't until a bunch of people wrote us talking about, hey, you know, like my husband yells, I don't like it or she does this and I don't like it or, you know, we're just not on the same page with our parenting and our discipline. Um, and so this is going to be our official uh, um, recommendation. So if you get to the point where, um, you two disagree on a topic, let's say it's spanking. Let's say one of you wants to spank and the other doesn't. Um, and if you can't come to an agreement, so explain both of your sides is why, and you better have a good fucking reason. Like if you're disagreeing with somebody else's parenting, you better come to your spouse with facts, not opinions, not, not emotions or anything like that. Yeah, you not need just, to, oh, my mom did it this way. So I need to do it this way. Or my parents did. It yeah, this no, way. you better have you better have some good uh, a good foundation to stand on. If you guys are disagreeing on your your parenting, you better go to your corners and figure your shit out so that you can. I mean, you're going to be doing it for 18 years. You better get your fucking shit seriously, lined up. Seriously, you have to. Yeah, you have to. And so, um, if you if you guys disagree, um, after so if you explain both of your sides and you can compromise, then meet each other in the middle and then you have to commit to that consistency, whatever you are, are agreeing on, whatever your compromise is. And yes. when, and when you agree on, on you, when you agree to be consistent, that means the person who like, let's say you agree not to spank. That means you never fucking spank that kid ever. Yeah. If that's the agreement you guys came on. Absolutely. You, but you, that's what your consistency has to be. It doesn't just mean, you know, Oh, every time, but that's you know, what you agree this. on. That's a compromise. Whatever you guys agree on is going to be, you're compromised. What if you can't agree? Well, but right. So if you can't agree, then um, it's, I think that the less strict parent should get to go first. And I think that's, I think that's so wise. So the less strict you, parent, you came whatever it is. And, yeah. And I think it's great. Great the, advice. The less strict parent gets to try their way first, figure it out, whether it's a month, it's two months. I mean, you got to put some time in it. It hey, takes, give it, it a, trial, takes a little bit of while. Run. Yes. And, um, that parent, you have to establish all of your rules, whatever it is, you know, whether it's spanking or not spanking. And then the other spouse has to agree to try that way first. And here's why I say to let the less strict parent go first is because sometimes your spouse understands your kids a little bit better than you do, depending on the type of person they are. Absolutely. Both of us have had to come to our kids' defense to each other because we're going, you can't say those things to him or to her or whatever, because that like, this is the way that they will understand them. And it's not fair. Like you can't do that and vice versa. 
there are times where you're like, hey, even though you already said this, you need to tell them again because that's the way that they process stuff in, in whatever. So there are parts of our kids that we understand better than the other person. And so mm-hmm. you have to understand, you have to be mindful of that. I, and I love that. I, I actually yeah. like that. I like that you know our kids differently than I know them. Right. And there's things about, I know about our kids that, that you don't. And Oh yeah. I, you guys will like, agree on something. I'm like, what the fuck? What? I think it's just beautiful about like parenting. That? I love it. Yeah. So let the less, the least strict parent go first. Um, if that way works, great. Who cares if it's not your way? If it worked, if it, the discipline is working out and it's helping your kid's behavior. Great. Awesome. That's great. great. You didn't have to go. In- no. Yeah. Then you didn't have to go in the super strict mode. If it doesn't work, then the stricter parent gets to try their, their version. And I still think there should be a level of compromise. I mean, if you really, really are anti spanking, then that might not be something you can ever agree on. Spanking for some people is uh, like a trigger. They just, they just yeah. can't. And it's, and Based off of their, their childhood, their previous relationships. I mean, I, any person, not any person, but I would say that the majority of the people we've talked to that were very, very anti-spank had some sort of physical abuse in their life. Yeah. And that's, and you have to, you have to weigh those things. And yeah. hopefully the way we explained spanking, it's not, you're not sitting here trying abuse. to hurt the child right. or try to physically harm them. And if right. that's, if that's where you're at, you need to fucking check yourself as a well, parent. It's a, you it's don't abuse. need to be hurting. Then it's abuse. Yeah, it's abuse. I don't think ever, I don't think our spanking to anybody who would have ever witnessed it would have ever called it abuse. Ever. Oh, never. But no, some, you have to kind of like explain yourself in these days because some right. people might take it as, Oh, go ahead and spank them. Grab that. Oh, stick off a tree and kids, beat them. Yeah. No, no. no. And that's why when we, we wanted to do an entire episode on spanking, because it's really, really important to explain why we did it and how we did it. And you know, the and guidelines had, and boundaries. Of, and we had a good, a lot of success from it. Uh, Noah would be in prison right now if we didn't spank him. And, and we complain he would a lot. Have murdered but I someone. guarantee you ask anybody who ever watched our kids when they were babies yeah. up until now, they were, they say our kids are some of the best behaved kids. Yeah. And, you stayed home with him for years. I give you most of the credit on that, but we were consistent. Yeah, it really did it. Whatever parent is, whatever parent sees them more, it's more on you, and it sucks because it's so hard. So the stay-at-home moms or stay-at-home dads, I feel for you guys because you're the ones who really have to establish that consistency. Well, and, and that's then, hard because you're you're tired, you're tired and all that bullshit. You have to. Well, and then the other side of it is it would suck. And how hard was this? Is when. Um, you know, because I was home all day and if we had a bad day where all I did was discipline him, you walk in the door and you're like a superhero. Hey dad. And you guys get to play and you get to have fun and you're just always the fun parent. And then the person who's with them more is always the, what feels like the bad parent because all you're fucking doing is correcting their behavior. It's like, you don't even have time to play with them because all you're doing is just making sure they're not breaking the rules 24 seven. And with some kids, it's like that. And I've talked to moms who will just break down. I know. But the other kids weren't. It's like you. No, our other kids weren't. But Noah was like that. But that's hard, and that's. I mean, you're talking about years, like years of going through this, of constantly feeling like. But. You are just the bad guy all the time, all the time, and it it takes a toll. It's really hard. It's really really hard. But stay consistent. You well, that's thing. You have to stay consistent. You have to. Are, the proofs in the puddings with our kids? I love. Yeah, for sure. And, you get the kudos for me yeah i do i get all your kudos huh yeah i love you mm. um so if you guys have any you know i don't know issues with your discipline again like this whole episode was about ages like one to five after that it changes to 
um, you know, you take away their privileges and, you know, some other things, but you have to figure out what works for your kid. Um, our oldest needed to be spanked all the time. Our daughter pretty much almost never did just because when you corrected her behavior, she'd be like, okay, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. You wouldn't do it again. Oh, so yeah, you would look at her and then she would just start crying. And then our third was a mix of that. He, a lot of times he, would, oh, he hated timeouts. Nathan hated getting in trouble. Oh, he, and he hated getting in trouble. He hated, that's like me. He, he hated getting in trouble. Getting the, in trouble was the punishment. And that's something we didn't, we haven't mentioned at all is that sometimes the kids punish they themselves. Punish themselves. Mm-hmm. And now I, I wanted to bring that up because sometimes your kid does something and if they're immediately remorseful, if they're immediately repentant, they're, they're like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I did something wrong. Yeah. Sometimes you still have to correct them. Sometimes there's still a punishment, but there's also sometimes there's grace. Yeah. Sometimes there's times where you can go, I know you messed up. Hey, come give me a hug. And yeah. you, and you can kind of not well, let them off the hook, but you just times... show them, you show them that yeah. hey, it's okay, but thank you for acknowledging it. Yeah. And we did hype our kids up when they did the, did those things. Oh yeah. And it was, we would tell them like, Hey, that was great that you said and then, that. And then sometimes we're like, but you're still in trouble. But you're still in trouble. Yeah. No. And, um, the, because sometimes when it came down to them punishing themselves is this one particular instance makes me think of it that I think Noah had, um, hit Madeline when she was a baby in the car seat. Like we were driving, we're on our way home mm-hmm. and he hit her in the face like twice. And so she's crying. And I was like, no, that's a spanking. As soon as we get home, you're getting spanked. And <laughs> saying that in the car for the car ride home was torture. And so there was a couple times that I can remember that he got in trouble in the car and it was like, as soon as we get home, we're walking inside and you're getting spanked immediately. And he would cry the whole car ride. Please no, please no. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No spanking. Oh, that was the saddest. I can hear their little voice. Yeah, no you just, spanking. You barely no touch his butt. Oh yeah. They're hysterical. Yeah. But, um, just. but those times when they would, you know, let's say it's 10 minutes later and they're just they're freaking out. They're going down like the wormhole of or like the rabbit hole of like puni- mental punishment and anguish knowing that they're going to get spanked. And in those times we'd be like, okay, obviously you did a fucking number on yourself in the back of the car. <laughs> like mom and dad don't even have to spank you. And, um, and so we would just, you know, hug it out and, and whatever. But I'm like, man, you should have just let us spank you. That would have been better than you <laughs> torturing yourself right. in the back, in the back of the car, the whole car ride home. Um, so yeah, if you guys have any questions about disciplining or whatever, or if you want to write us some fucking hate mail about how we're terrible parents, cause we spank our kids. Yeah. Hey, this can. has worked for us. This worked for us. And if you don't like it and eat a dick, I don't really care. Um, <laughs> good luck controlling your animals. Have fun now. Rate us five stars on iTunes <laughs> after we just insulted you. <laughs> no, I feel like if anybody, if anyone doesn't agree, if anyone hates us for spanking our kids, they're not listening. 52 minutes in this episode. They've already turned us off. They've already sent us our hate mail. One, yeah. st- we're gonna get one star reviews because we because we said we spanked our kids back in the day. Yeah, well, I hope there's some context with it. But I don't give a fuck. Whatever, my kids con- are great. There's no context in like, no 2019 context. anymore. No, nobody nobody gets any. Um, yeah, there's no like benefit. It's of the black away. no gray areas. No, <laughs> gray areas are so 2000. So 2000. Alrighty, well, um, what's next? Next week's episode, we're talking about home births. Um, oh, home births? Are we? Is that what it is? Uh huh. Yeah, so we had two home births. Yeah, we had two home births. So we're talking about uh, them. Um, that and witchcraft. <laughs> Obviously, there's we had our kids at home, so we're witches. That's yeah, what it we're means. Talk about, pretty know, much. The pagan deities and all the yeah, the chakras we had to line up <laughs> just to have a baby at home. A lot of pentagrams. Um, so some sage many everywhere. Black candles. You wouldn't lots, believe. Lots of sage. Lots of burning sage. Alrighty, guys, this was fun. Um, talk to you soon.
Adios. Bye. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and we'll see you guys next time.